This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 801 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Sue Kolstad, S. Dressage Judge, joins Dressage Radio Show co-hosts Reese Kofler-Stanfield and Philip Parks today with some great advice on how to nail the center line in your dressage test. Or just learn to keep your horse straight on a straight line, both moving and at a halt. And we'll get right to our training tip right after this from Fleeceworks. Judy, I've been hearing a lot of good reports about this new TheraWool product line that you introduced earlier this year. Tell us what's going on there. It's basically opened a whole new uh, customer base for us, and it's made the product affordable for people maybe who either didn't want to use sheepskin because it does require a little bit more maintenance, the sheepskin does, than the wool, or people that just couldn't make that stretch. So it's, it's been great. It's, you know, it's really, really durable, as the tagline says is great for daily use, beautiful enough for show. And I think that really explains it all in a nutshell because it is a lovely pad to look at and feel, and yes. but yet it's still an affordable pad that you can go to, you can literally go to the Olympics in this saddle pad. Yes. We worked really hard to make sure that we developed the right density and the right length, and so it took us about a year to get everything exactly right, and to make sure that when you washed it, that it didn't felt up or, or turn real hard or ball up. And it's a proprietary blend of product, the way we've done this, to make it work. Quality saddle pads from Fleeceworks. So, folks, when you go to your local tax store, ask for Fleeceworks TheraWool pads by name. And if your local tax store doesn't have them, tell them that they need to speak with Judy at Fleeceworks. Just go to Fleeceworks.com. And you'll find all of our contact information there. And thanks for stopping by again, Judy, and keeping us up to date on what's going on over there. We are very honored to have Sue Kolstad, an um, FEI judge, on the show today to answer a listener question. Philip, can you read this listener question for me? Yeah, this is a good one. It says, sometimes when you turn up center line... You miss. It happens to us all. Undershot a little or overshot a little. What is the best fix? Just keep riding your straight line that you're on. Leg yield a little bit left or right to get on the center line. Or ride a short diagonal towards the letter, towards the letter X so you can make your halt. Sue, what's, what's your answer here? That's one of my favorite training exercises when I teach. Um, it's always better to turn a little bit early and then very, very gradually leg yield over to the center line and then stay straight on the center line and halt straight and square. The perfect halt is when the judge can see the letter A between all four of your horses and really only sees the front leg. And um, other than that, if you overturn... It's better to to gradually uh, 
come back to the center line. Do not stay on the line that you turned on to. If you turn past the center line, just make it a very gradual straight line back to the line and get centered over X. So at what point should you be back on the center line? Like how, how, how much before X, how much before your halt should you be, um, you know, on that center line so you can, so you can halt square? Well, as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, gradual is, you know, it has different definitions right. for us all, I guess. Well, it depends on how much you overturn. How much you, yeah, how much turn, you yeah. <laughs> If you turn a little bit too early, it's easy to move over onto the center line. And if you turn a lot too early, it's still easy to make it more like a big half circle turn and get yourself over onto the center line. But the worst-case scenario is if you turn past the center line, then you want to get back on the center line as quickly as possible. And, you know, if you turned way past the center line, there's no hiding it. So just, you know, head back to the center line on a diagonal line and get lined up on the center line as quickly as possible. Because... What you're showing the judge is that you realize you made a mistake or that the horse um, wasn't really on the aid or you didn't have complete control of the outside of the horse and it blew through your aids, but that you can get regain control and get back to X and home straight and square. So at least you can make up for the full paw with a good straight square halt on center line. Yes, you're praying. That's for sure. So, Sue, what are some what are some tips for getting square halts? One thing that you have to realize is the judge at C, if you're straight, only sees your front leg. So, unless you have a judge at E or B, if the horse is not square behind, but it is straight, and you can get the front leg square, your um, concealing the hind leg. Now, if the horse is not straight, then the judge can see all four legs. So, when I'm teaching my students how to get a horse to halt, if the horse is still moving in motion, its natural tendency in front is to stop one foot and then put the other foot forward and stop. So, it, like, let's say the left front stop first. Then you let the horse take a half a step with the right front, and then you stop the right front before it finishes a whole step. And that way you keep the front legs even. And the hind legs, that's from your feet and legs. And ideally, a horse should stop behind first and finish the halt in front. So let's say you did it perfect, and you had the horse completely between your legs and your feet and the horse halted behind and came up under itself and was square, it is still going to stop one foot first and then the other foot second in front. So once the front foot stops first, you allow the other front foot to take a half a step and then you close your hand at that moment so it doesn't take a full step forward. And um, my greatest judge who ever trained me was Yap Pop, J-A-P-P is how you spell it. He was a Swedish judge, and he is still to this day considered to be one of the greatest judges that ever lived. And he said, 
A square halt is a trick. You teach the horse to stop and then shuffle its legs around to square up. A correct halt isn't necessarily always square, but when it is ridden correctly, nine times out of ten, it becomes square because of the balance and the timing of the aid. So if you halt your feet and legs correctly and the horse is obedient to your feet and legs and balanced, pretty soon it will learn to just halt square because you're doing it right and it's on the aid. So that's how I always try to teach myself, my horses, and my riders to halt correctly, not square. And then they end up coming square because they're correct. That's very helpful. Good good tip. Now, the last part of the center line is, you know, after your halt, you get moving again, and then you got to turn, you know, left or right at the judge at sea, and you see a lot of, you know, kind of small problems at the end. Is there any tips to kind of correct, or, or you want to talk about some of those issues that might happen? Maybe, you know, kind of a late turn or a too early turn or some stuff that happens there at the end of the center the, line? After the final salute when you're leaving, is that what you mean? No, I mean in the beginning of the test when you got to, you know, get down and maybe that's the first time that the judge sees the, or the horse sees the judge oh, kind of straight okay. on and, and all those mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Well, I would hope the rider had had a chance to prepare the horse in a ring before the first test. And if they did, they should have practiced walking down the center line first so the horse can see it and turning either way, just to give the horse that opportunity. But let's say they didn't. So if the test that I'm going to ride requires that the turn is to the left, what I like to do is go around the outside of the ring and turn to the left when I say hello to the judge and give the judge my number. That way I've prepared the horse at least to see what it is going to see in its first turn on the outside of the ring. Then when you enter the ring, after your entrance, you do your salute, and then you start trotting, and you're going to turn left. Start suffering the left rein before you get there. And what you're doing is letting the horse know ahead of time which way it is going to turn, so it's not going, which way, which way, which way, right, left, right, left, right, left, and have a panic attack before you make the turn. And if you have a green horse, Don't try to ride a tight turn by the judge. Make it a gradual turn, like a 10-meter half circle or even a 12-meter circle. Cut the corner, but try to push the horse from your inside leg into the bend and guide with the outside rein so it looks like the horse stretches on the outside and bends on the inside. But couple the inside rein to give the horse... Uh, heads up as to what way it's going to turn, and then it will be more confident because it'll know ahead of time which way you're sending it. Oh, I think that's a great tip. And always something, you know, after that, that strike off, after your first salute, you always, you know, it's a little, if you're not really bold at it and you're tentative, then the horse also is a bit tentative at that point. So yes. that's great. Yes. And when well, I'm showing my horse, I showed a horse last weekend that was a very first show ever. It had never, ever, ever been shown before. I sat the trot through the turn just so that I would have more control turning left or right at the judge. And then I started posting once I got through the corner. So that also can help a young horse have more confidence. 
Great. Well, Sue, those are wonderful tips for center lines. They're always, they are very, very tricky part of every test. So thanks so much for giving us some tips on that. How do our listeners find you online? And I have a website, www.kolspadressage.com. So you can find me on my website. And thanks again. I really enjoyed it. And that's a wrap. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip chatting about all things dressage, you can tune in every week at dressageradio.com. You can also find lots more tips about topics ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Fleeceworks. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 